the Sunday School lesson for May 3rd, 2020, the overriding theme, Call to God's Work of Justice. The lesson topic, The Return of Joy, uh, Zephaniah 3, 14-20. The background passage is Zephaniah chapter 3. The main thought, Behold, at that time, I will undo all that afflict thee, and I will save her that halt, and gather her that was driven out. And I will give them praise and fame in every land where they have been put to shame. Zephaniah 3 and 19, King James Version. When God brings about justice, it entails a return of joy. The joy of Jerusalem and Judah. Zephaniah tells forth and foretells the words of the eternal to the southern kingdom of Judah. His name means hidden by God are the Lord treasures. Zephaniah was one of the main pro minor prophets of the Old Testament, not because the message God gave him was minor, minor, but his writings are not as lengthy as Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and Daniel. Wimbledon says Zephaniah describes three days in the life of the nation of Judah. In the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, Eden says, Josiah, whose name means healed by Jehovah, or Jehovah will support, says Josiah was faithful to God. The scripture says he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord and walked in all the ways of David his father. Josiah ascended to the throne at the age of eight years old. It is believed that he was about 16 when he began to seek after the Lord the God of David, his father. At that age, he began to exterminate the idols in the land, to stamp out idolatry, which had been the state's religion for about 70 years. Zephaniah prophesied, Zephaniah 1 and 1 says, In the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, Memedon says, The first grievous day in includes Judah and her neighbors, and is fulfilled by the king of Babylon. The Lord would utterly consume all things from off the land. Zechariah 1 verse 2 says, he, shall, he says, I will consume, I will snatch away, I will terminate. I will snatch away man and beast, the fowls of heaven, the fish of the sea, and the idols that entice you, that, enru that ruin you, along with the morally wrong person, along with bad, the bad person along with the guilty person. I will also stretch out my hand upon Judah and I will and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem and on those who remain or abide in Jerusalem. I will cut off the remnant, the residue of Baal, those who worship Baal. I will cut off the idolatrous priests. I will cut off them that worship and bow down that worship the host of heaven, those who worship the celestial bodies like the sun, the moon, the sun, and the stars, etc. The Lord says, I will terminate those who bow down to the host of heaven, the celestial bodies upon the housetops, upon the roofs of their houses. I will cut off those who swear by the Lord, as to repeat a statement seven times, and then swear by Malcolm, or Moloch, or Moloch, Moloch, the God of the ancestral tribe of Ammon, to whom Judah would 
sacrifice their children by fire. Moloch, Moloch of Malcolm was considered a consuming fire, consuming, uh, destroying, and at the same time considered the purifying fire god. Moloch is also called Malcolm and, and Chemosh among the Moabites. Wilmington says the sins of the first grievous day were like like some of the sins that plagued our day. Idolatry, greed, utter indifference to God, rebellion, violence, and crime. Leaders who follow pagan custom of astrology. Judges who are, are like ravenous wolves that leave no trace of their, of their prey. Godless prophets and priests. Zephaniah tells Judah to repent. In the Old Testament, the word repentance means to be sorrowful, to pity one's self because of his sin. In the New Testament, it means to change one's mind, to turn away from sin and turn toward God. Pastor Arthur Young says repentance means to him to turn around 180 degrees, to turn right and go straight. Zephaniah tells Judah to repent and escape the wrath of God. In this first grievous day, the Lord continues to say to Zephaniah, Together yourselves together, O nation, uh, no, not desire. The complete Jewish Bible says, Gather yourselves together, yea, gather together your nation that has no shame, because the appointed time when the day passes as chaff, before the fierce anger of the Lord comes on you, before the day of the Lord's anger comes on you, seek the Lord all you who are who are humbled in the land, who have kept his ordinances. Seek righteousness, seek humility, seek it because it may be that you may be hidden in the day of the Lord's anger. The Lord is a hiding place. The Gentile the nations will feel also the anger of God. The Philistine nations, like our cities, at least the Philistine cities like Gaza, will be forsaken, left overfill. Ashkelon, a desolation, will be a waste. Ashdod will be driven out at noonday, driven out of it from its possession, its land. Ekron will be rooted up, ravished, plucked up by the roof. And then says, Woe to the inhabitants of a a sea coast, alas, to those who tarry on the sea coast, like Galveston and Corpus Christi. Woe to the lifeguards, the Lord speaks against you. Woe to those who dwell on the coastlands, the Lord's causes against you. The, shepherd, the shepherds, their foals and their flocks shall dwell in your dwellings, and cottages shall dwell in your meadows. The residue of Judah shall feed on the coast of your houses, or on the coast in your houses. In Ashalon shall they lie down by the evening, uh, in the evening, like a camel on his knees. In the evening, why? They shall lie down, this shall happen to Moab and Ammon, Ammon, because the Lord their God shall visit them. And, amen, the Lord their God shall visit them. 
uh, Judah shall visit them uh, and turn away their captivity and allow them to start over to become to come back home. God has heard the reproach, the disgrace of Moab, the ancestral son of Lot, the ravelings of the children of Ammon, the vilification, the speaking evil of the children of Ammon, the slander of the children of Ammon, the defaming of the children of Ammon, the ones who made Israel and Judah a vile of the children of Ammon, son of Lot by his daughter, the inbred son, and magnified, they have magnified themselves, more Ammon, magnified themselves against their borders, the border of Judah, and magnify and grow Dale, and have increased in the space next to their borders, and the Lord swears by himself, the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Moab shall be like Sodom, Moab shall be scotched, like Sodom, where male and male were companions, and female and female were companions. Ammon as shall be as Gomorrah, a scorched heap. The complete Jewish Bible says, Surely Moab will be as Sodom, and the children of Ammon, Ammon as Gomorrah, a possession of nestles, should be a, a possession of, of thorns, a, a thorny place and a place of salt pits, a pits of salt, and it shall be a perpetual desolation, a lasting waste. The remnant, the residue of my people will plunder them, and the survivors of my nation will inherit and occupy their land. Moab and Ammon will have their, will, will have punishment or be punished because of their pride because they have defamed and increased against the people of the Lord of hosts. The Lord will be awesome to them. He will famous all the gods of, the, of their land, of the land. He will famous, uh, he will make thin, he will make uh, lean the gods of the land. Men will worship the Lord of hosts then, every, from every place, from shore to shore. The Cushites will be killed. By, by my sword, says the Lord, I will destroy Assyria. Babylon shall be his instrument of judgment. God will also waste Nineveh, the capital city of Assyria. Herds will lie down in the middle of her in Nineveh. All the animals shall lie down. The pelican, the porcupine. Wilmington says God gives the reassurance Babylon will also eventually be crushed. The righteous, those in exile, should live by faith. The reason God will judge Babylon is because of her many sins, like drunkenness and greed, their brutal treatment of the nation, their shedding of blood, their being merchants of terror, their destroying others, other lands, their gross idolatry. All should reverence and respect God. <clears throat> and um, may COVID-19 give us some reverence for God. I pray enough reverence to repent and accept his son. 
He who has the Son has light, eternal light. He who has not the Son of God has not light. The second grievous day, says, says Wilmington, is prophetic in scope. It, is, it includes all nations and is yet to be fulfilled by the King of Heaven. Zephaniah calls this day the day of the Lord. It will be a day of devastation, a day of waste and destruction. God's people will stumble as blind men. <clears throat> Earth's people, excuse me, will stumble as blind men. Their blood will be poured out like dust. Wealth will become useless, futile. Few survivors will be left. The whole earth will be devoured by the fire of God's divine wrath. God, our God, is a consuming fire. But there is hope. Wilmington says, the third day is the glorious day. Bard says, Zephaniah chapter 3, which speaks of the third day, change the prophet's perspective. The first seven verses talks about a war upon Jerusalem. But then Zephaniah, Zephaniah's tone takes on a hopeful outlook. He urges the people to wait for God to act, to rejoice for what he will do. Zephaniah 3, 14 and 20 predicts the end of punishment and oppression and the, and the return of the exiles back home. God himself... <coughs> God himself is called the King of Israel because God is King of Kings. His presence should, uh, should do away with any fear Judah should have of the other nations. Zephaniah 3, 14 and 16 says, King James Virgin, oh, Sing, O daughter of Zion. Nelson says, The remnant of Israel will be purified of their sin, whether in work or in word. And they will be at peace and in fellowship with God and one another. Nelson says again, when a nation is spiritually right, it will be physically secure. Jehovah will provide for and protect his people. And they will dwell in perfect peace and security. Isaiah 26.3 says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Because he trusts in thee. The new King James Version says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Zephaniah 3, 14, 20 says also, Sing, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Be glad and rejoice with the heart of O daughter of, J of Jerusalem. Rejoice because you will be restored from exile. The Lord has taken away your judgment. He's taken away your punishment. He has cast out your enemy, all enemies, including the spiritual enemy of idolatry. You shall have no other God before me, he says. The king of Israel, even the Lord, is in the midst of you. You shall not see evil anymore. And that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, fear, fear you not. Fear not, Yahweh, don't be afraid. And to Zion, the mountain where Jerusalem sits, let not your hand be slack. Let not your hand be feeble or idle or slothful. The Lord your God is in the midst of you. The Lord your God is near you, among you. He's a mighty God. He's a warrior, powerful. 
He's chief, the chief shepherd. He will save. He will rejoice over you with joy. You will rest in his love. You and God will rest in his love. He shall rejoice over you with singing. God can sing. He will gather the sorrowful for Sodom assembly. He will gather the grieving for a festival. Like the 4th of July. Like June 19th. Like Hanukkah. Like the Passover. I will gather those who have been defamed, disgraced, oppressed, burdened, exiled. God will undo all that afflict you, afflict her. He will save you, he will save you that are halted, save her or you that limp. He will gather those who were driven out. He will get them praise and fame everywhere. They have been put to shame. I will bring you again at that time together and make you a name, make you a memorial, and make you a praise, make you a hymn among all people of the earth. When I turn back your captivity before your eyes, says the Lord, the, the self-existent one, the eternal one, I will make you a hymn. Hallelujah. Praise the Father. Amen, amen, hallelujah. Lift your voice. Praise the merciful Father. Oh, sing, hallelujah, a hymn. Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring. Ring with the harmonies of liberty that I rejoicing rise high the listening sky, skies. Let it resound loud as the rolling sea. We pray graciously to go out far as someone who heard this lesson. We pray, Lord, that they would give their life to Christ, give their life to you. They will accept your son. He said, if they confess with their mouth and believe in their heart that you raised him from the dead, they shall be saved. And we pray, Lord, that you would save someone. Then you pray, Lord, those who are saved, they would have a closer walk with you. We thank you, Lord, for your word, for your word is a lamp unto our feet. Your word became flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld his glory, that of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. We just want to thank you for these things. In Jesus' name, we ask it all. Amen.